And yes, it's that time of the morning where we catch up with Peter Goffwood. And uh, this week we chat to Cheese Fondue. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Melania, and good morning to the listeners. How are we all doing this morning? Good, thank you. How are you? It's, um, it's been actually fantastic. I am in great spirits. Fantastic, actually. It was actually it's quite ironic because we're delving into into sumptuous winter food and i'm back in mozambique at the moment oh wow um on a beautiful beach island and it's 32 degrees um so it was quite difficult this morning to get my head around cheese fondue and and wintry nights yes (laughs) (laughs) but i managed to do it because that's where we're headed that's where we're headed Uh um and yeah cheese fondue it's a it's a it's a it's one of those old kind of dishes that keep reoccurring it's you know there was there was a time in the 1970s um, when everybody, when when fondue was all the rage, and it was also the time when when your parents had those cocktail parties with the with the pineapple, with the different little blocks of cheese and the different coloured uh, onions that were stuck into the centerpiece of yes. for cheese and wine parties. But um, but the cheese fondue has been a, around for for a long, long time. In fact, it's it's first mentioned the word the actual word fondue, which is the, which is the French word for melt. It actually first appears in a in a French cookbook in in 1735, um, but it was still it, it, it references it in, in in Swiss cookbooks go back to 1699. It wasn't called fondue then, but it was still it was melted cheese and wine with, and, and yes. that's what it is basically. It's a pot of melted cheese and wine that you dip bread into. Mm-hmm. Not the healthiest dish in the world, um, but certainly one of the most sumptuous. And and I, and I think that's the. It's origin. It's it's actually origins and and where it came to prominence is in the nineteen the nineteen thirties actually, the, mm-hmm. the 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 Swiss Cheese Union, which yes. is the sort of the the Swiss cheese makers, um, they kind of had this big boost to promote consumption of cheese, and so much so that that now the cheese fondue is is considered one of the national dishes of of Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was always kind of it was never like a sort of peasant dish, although it's a big bowl of melted cheese you dip bread in. It's not the most sophisticated dish. It was always kind of a um, at the time a little bit more of a sort of wealthier dish because you were using very expensive cheeses like Gruyere and Emmental and raclette. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't till it wasn't until they started using cornstarch um, that it became a little bit more uh, everyman because you could use any cheese and you were making this sort of luscious cheese sauce rather than just melted cheese with wine. But ostensibly, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically the, the, the base of it is, is, is wine. You can use a different manner of base. You can use wine. White wine works really well. There are some regions in Switzerland that actually use beer, which is actually quite lacquer. Oh, wow. It gives a nice sort of bitterness mm. because it's an incredibly rich dish and you need all the acidity that you can get. Yes. So a nice dry white wine works really, really well Mm -hmm. as does a nice a nice lager works perfectly as well because you get that bitterness yes and then basically what you're doing is you're warming up your 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 liquid and then you're thickening with with cornstarch with mazina and then you melt your cheese into it so it's just a sophisticated cheese sauce although it's what what you find is that the reason one of the reasons you're using uh cornstarch or mazina as we know it um uh, to thicken it is you don't have to cook out the flour you know Mm -hmm. when when like a normal cheese sauce when you're using a roux based butter and flour you have to cook that out for at least twenty minutes to get rid of that kind of graininess of the uh, of the flour and to cook out that flour taste. 
uh, and flour texture. Whereas when you thicken summer in Mazina, it thickens instantly and you don't have to worry about it, 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 it cooking for a length of time. Because, because ultimately what you don't want is your, your fondue to bubble away. You know, yes. if it's, it should just, it should just be warm enough so that it thickens. But if it's bubbling on your little burner, it's going to burn on the bottom. Mm. Um, and then that could ruin the entire evening. Um, and as you, what you'll find is, is as you get into the, into the, into the fondue, as it starts to get used up, what you might need to do is not add more cheese, but add more liquid. Um, one of the reasons mm. there is that the sort of ratio of chicken of, of cheese to liquid yes. starts to become more cheesy, and then it, it, the fat separates. Mm. So to avoid that, you need another glug of white wine. Yes. If you don't, if you don't um, partake in alcohol, just use something like a nice vegetable stock. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of instead of the the white wine or the beer, it works just as well. But there, what you'll find is you need to make sure then that that you get a bit of acid into it. So a good squeeze of lemon juice always works well, because it's such an incredibly rich dish um, that you really need some kind of balance to it. Mm-hmm. And and other and traditionally, it's it's just bread on sticks that that gets stuck into. It. But you can you can vary it up. Um, it works really, really nicely with like uh, cooked potatoes. If you do cook baby potatoes and you cut mm-hmm. those in half, yes. you can use that. It's a little bit more, it, it's less, um, I want to say less filling, although the potato is quite starchy, but you're not just having soaked bits of cheese, which is all you're doing with the bread. Yes. And it works really, really nicely. If you do, if you think of, if you think of crudités, things like celery and carrots mm. and cauliflower, even cherry tomatoes, all stuff like that that's yes. quite raw. Yes. You can still use those kind of raw vegetables to have a, at least a healthier slant. Excuse me, there's some child screaming in the background. <laughs> no problem. Um, then, then, um, then, then that's a, a healthier option um, to 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 not just bread in the cheese. Um, but you'll find that um, the, the best thing about the, the cheese fondue is when it finishes. Yes. And and what you should have left in your pot is this is this like this thin cheesy film that bakes almost like you know when you've made a a, a nice pot of pup. Yes. And you get that that crispy bit that's on the bottom mm. that you can just lift up. A good fondant, you should have the same thing, but a cheesy version of that residue on the bottom, that almost like a thin wafer biscuit yes. that's just cheesy. That's always the kind of if you're if you're there till the end, you get to finish off uh-huh. with um with with that. Um, it's actually interesting um, that for some strange reason, that little bit of cheese that's left on the bottom, the French refer to as the nun. Oh. Um, why, where that comes from, I'm very <laughs> curious to find out. Yes. It's actually interesting, though, that there are all sorts of etiquette to, to the um, to, to the to the fondue. It's actually, if anyone's ever in their childhood read Asterix, the Asterix books, um, there's one where where Asterix is in Switzerland, and there's a continual reference throughout the book about the various punishments that if you lose your your bread in the cheese. Someone gets was 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 punished by they were going to drown them in the lake. I mean, you keep seeing things like mm. a whip being yes. handed round. There's all sorts of ridiculous punishments. But although that, that's just in asterisks, that yes. generally what's accepted is um, is that that in, in in Switzerland, if you if you drop your piece of cheese into the into the bread uh, into your piece of bread into the cheese, sorry, I'm getting uh-huh. confused. If uh-huh. you lose your bread in the fondue, you have to buy a round of drinks. Oh wow! So um, there's that. Yeah, yes. I know. It's all it's all. Um, it's all. So now there, there are a number of variations uh-huh. uh, from cheese point of view. You know, obviously, the traditional cheeses, as I mentioned before, are the Gruyere, Emmental, and Raclette. Mm. And, and those are great because they're not, while they're quite rich, a, they've got a, quite a strong taste. You can just go straight with a cheddar or gouda if you want. Mm-hmm. But as I say, you need to then up the acidity. 
because yes. you need a little bit of that bitterness. Otherwise, it just otherwise you can just imagine eating a pot oh, of yes. cheese sauce. For as, sure. as, as, as exciting as that sounds, uh-huh. um, you know, you, you kind of you kind of need that acidity to make sure that you get some balance. I agree absolutely. Fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think mm. of what else we can. Yeah, that, I mean that's. Yeah, so that's kind of my fondue, my, my, my fondue info, info for, for the week. I think it's a, it's well worth, and the beauty of it is it's something you can make in advance. Uh-huh. Um, in, in, you know, in, in Switzerland, you can buy ready-made packs of, of, of fondue base that you literally just heat up. So it's yeah. the kind of thing that you could you could make in advance, freeze it, and then when you fancy a fondue, get out your your fondue mixture and then just mm. let it defrost and warm yeah. it up. Heat so it is the heat. kind of thing that doesn't need to be um, done to order. You know, I mean, it's something yes. you can prepare in advance. And again, as we've always said with load shedding, it's much easier to warm something up than it is to heat it from scratch. Absolutely, I agree. Mm. Well, Peter, thank you so much for that cheese fondue and all the tips and recipes and, you know, mixtures of how you can make that. Thank you so much and enjoy your stay in Mozambique. Yes, thank you very much. I'm here for another four or five days, so I'm going to soak up the sunshine and the 24-hour non-stop electricity um, for a few days longer um, and then I'll be back in Cape Town. Fantastic. So until next week, until we speak again, to you and to the listeners, may the source be with you. Thank you. Bye.